Hi, everyone, and welcome back to episode 77 of the Simply One Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. Oh, how are we doing, everybody? <laughs> <Just> panicked. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. That's you started eyes. right off schedule. Yeah. <laughs> right off rip. We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we've got the show for you. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Like, that's us on the news. Yeah, right? like, like, we're on the feed. We're yeah. on that shit. <laughs> Finger on the pulse, you know? <laughs> Finger on the what? Finger in the what? <laughs> Finger on the pulse. Two fingers in the pulse in an upward angle <laughs> with a come-hither motion. Gotta make sure they're healthy. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not checking their prostate. What are you... <laughs> Gotta make sure. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Uh, Anyways, this week we went and saw Blue Beetle. Yeah, we did. Not much in the news, honestly. Mm -mm. It kind of sucks because, like, Gamescom is going on right now. Mm -hmm. So, like, tomorrow, this comes out on Wednesday. So, yesterday, Mm -hmm. on Tuesday, they will have done the opening night live. Okay. And then we'll get all kinds of maybe gameplay, trailers, things like that. We'll start to get first impressions from people because a lot of games will be available at Gamescom, like, to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, really, I mean, in the news, I figure I'll just kind of do some spitball stuff. We can chat about it and then roll. You know how much I love it when you spitball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you what now? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> you want to start with, uh, we'll, we'll do a little bit of a follow-up about uh, Modern Warfare. Yeah. So uh, last week we talked about how it was all of a sudden we're like, hey, we're doing a Call of Duty this year. And everybody mm-hmm. was like, oh, I thought we weren't. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, well. So you thought wrong. Yeah. Your mama. Here's Modern Warfare <laughs> uh, 3. You mad. Uh, you mad. Now, they, uh, sounds like they're basically rolling back a lot of the multiplayer changes from Modern Warfare 2 and just reverting them back. So they're like, all right, people didn't like a lot of that. So we're just going to do more campaign. The opposite of that. No, no, no. Basically, stuff like slide canceling, a bunch of like mechanical shit oh. that people didn't like in Modern Warfare Two, they're putting in Modern Warfare Three. Of like, sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> um, and then they're actually bringing back. Um, they need to bring back dolphin diving. Yeah, from Black Ops, Bro. dude. Fuck. <laughs> dude, that shit used to I be lo- gas. I used to fucking cackle because I'd just be diving off a of fucking like. High ledges and shit dude, on zombies, Kingdom No Toten. Uh-huh. You run it from the staircase and, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and it just kill you, get yeah. you go down. Oh, 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 oh. Come, come, give me, give me, give me. But so, speaking of, they're doing zombies in in this one, mm-hmm. except they described it as um, open world uh, with somewhat of a story to it. Okay, um, and that basically you and so you know three friends jump in and uh, you know kind of run around and. It did sound like it might end up being a little um, Hunt Showdowny because I know that they tried to do. There was a, a mode on Call of Duty, I think Modern Warfare Two, or it might have just been a part of mm-hmm. um, Warzone, but called DMZ, uh-huh. which was kind of an extraction shooter. It was kind of their Tarkov light, you know. And and now they might be going, okay, what that didn't necessarily work, but we think there's something there. Yeah. Uh, so what if we did this, where it sounds like maybe some of the modes, it's you and other squads mm-hmm. uh, going into the open world and trying to accomplish tasks while also doing so. There's like PVE, VP. So there's, you know, like in Hunt Showdown, where you're right. worried about the grunts that are walking around, but also that other player team. Yeah, they might be uh, after you. Yeah. And so I think, oh, that's kind of interesting. That's enough of like a... Uh, okay, that's different. That makes me go, I, I might check that out. Yeah, that, I mean, that does sound interesting. Uh, do you remember when 
in Rainbow Six Siege, mm-hmm. they had like a zombies. Yeah, and they made a a spinoff of that called Rainbow Six Quarantine, maybe? Yeah. That one kind of just disappeared on me. I heard that, like, I'm not sure if it's true or what. Like, I was talking to a couple of buddies. I mean, this maybe like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that, that never came out. But I'm, like, positive that I've played it before. So there was a mode in Rainbow Six Siege that was like that. Okay. Which inspired Rainbow Six Quarantine. Oh, but I thought Quarantine came out. I don't know. So I remember, like, videos and stuff, but I don't know if maybe that was, like, a beta, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but who knows? Uh, and then, as far as like the campaign goes for Modern Warfare, they are doing Makarov, um, and so actually, honestly, campaign-wise, if they're doing like a remake or a reboot, this seems more like the Modern Warfare Two campaign. Yeah, uh, of like the original ones, mm-hmm. where you've got got Makarov. You, there's a little reference to the No Russian mission, yeah. where you mm-hmm. see him. Gonna... Yeah, they got in a lot of hot water back then, to mm-hmm. the point where I remember loading up the game and it being like, "Hey, there's a." A mission in this yeah. that we don't have to include if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm I'm 14. I'm not no pussy. Yeah, I'm, Run I'm it. on that. Run it. Uh, I'll shoot people in a mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they made you kill airport. Yeah, except they didn't. You can do the whole mission without shooting. Oh really? Yeah, people are just monsters. We're all like, oh, <laughs> all right, pop pop pop. I'm with it. Yeah. Um, but so I wonder what that version of that'll be in this. Um, but like you mentioned, it looks like maybe Makarov. You have to kill a baby. <laughs> Just throw it off a bridge. They, yeah, they got to really... They really got to up the, yeah, up up the, the ante. <laughs> Just kill a baby. Mm-hmm. Just throw a baby off a bridge. <laughs> no Russian. <laughs> <laughs> what is it from? Uh, oh my God, it's an awful movie. What's it called? Um, Kung Pao? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the baby's rolling down the hill. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. But uh, bye bye. But no, it did. You mentioned it actually looks like maybe Makarov is on the plane, like using a 3D printed gun. Yeah. Where he brought it in in parts, you know, and then is able to just assemble it sitting mm-hmm. there in the seat. That's scary. Yeah. That shit's fucking scary. Because it's like, oh, well, okay. That, and again, I'd kind of talk to you about it. But I think the TSA stuff, they've been updated. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's that thing of like, okay, that's new technology and things mm-hmm. like that. And you'd kind of asked me yeah. about it yesterday. Was that yesterday? Mm-hmm. Where you'd asked, because you haven't played the second one. You played Modern Warfare 2019, the campaign. Um, and I really enjoyed the campaign for yeah. Modern Warfare 2. Mm. And I think a lot of other people did too. Um, just because it is kind of an interesting way of going, okay, this is now what Modern Warfare right. might look like. Um, and so for something like that to be, this might be what modern terrorism looks like, you know, or organized like that of, yeah, we're going to use this 3D printed weapon and, and, and shit. So spoopy. Uh, that is scary. Um, and then did you see today? Today's Monday, by the way, for everybody. Monday, 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 Monday. Um, fucking Mario, the voice of Mario is retiring. You're kidding me. Dead ass. No. After 30 years. Um, yeah. I bet you it's because he didn't get the. Role for the Mario movie. It, I might not be at it. Could also I'd very be well be because he is, you know, he's an old guy who wants to retire, you know? Like, nah. Where's the Italian? <laughs> the Joker. Joker, yeah. Where's, Where's the, the Italian? Italian? <laughs> Dang, man. So who are they going to get to replace him? I heard Chris Pratt. No, I'm just going <laughs> to just get Chris Pratt in. <laughs> it's a me, I'm Mario. It's a me, Mario. Mario. And then I like him. That's not the voice. That's not the voice. That pretty much was. Yeah. yeah. 
But we actually didn't have a problem with his voice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. We were like, ah, you know. They, <laughs> they did even, it in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and you were like, okay, yeah, that would get old. That would get old quickly. Yeah. Oh, we saw games coming out in 2023 mm-hmm. for like horror games. Yeah. We saw a couple that were kind of like, piqued oh, our oh. interest. One of them was called Ill. Yeah. And that one was the... Uh, Looked like, I mean, you were just driving down the road and yeah. then fucking hit somebody in the street and then... The, would come and drag you out of your fucking car and it looks very maybe kind of like cultish, cultish maybe yeah interesting um and then they beat you up and black you know you're blacked out and then yeah. you wake up and they're dragging you and one of them looks at you and just punches right in the face gives you a soccer you know, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that looked interesting that looked pretty cool <laughs> oh i know um starfield again uh somebody so first of all there's been a lot of people that now have review copies mm-hmm. who aren't allowed to review it until, oh, wow. uh, I think, the 1st, maybe, mm-hmm. of September. Mm-hmm. And so the only thing they're really allowed to say about it is, like, I think the only thing they're really allowed to say is, like, like super vague things of, like, I like it, or it's fine, or you know, they can't really... Can they say they dislike it? I don't know. So that's the thing. It's, like, a lot of people have been talking... And then getting in trouble from Bethesda of, like, you sign a fucking NDA. Like, you're not allowed to say anything mm-hmm. other than, like, <laughs> this super restricted thing until the first. But somebody leaked the just the start menu. And it's just kind of a plain black background. And then the Starfield, you know, name across the, mm-hmm. the planet. And everybody's fucking dogging on it and being like, really? That's the fucking start menu? Yeah. What, like, why is that? Like, bad. People are like, this game's going to be fucking trash. That's the most boring fucking start menu I've ever fucking seen in the face of the earth. Fucking kill yourself, Bethesda. And Bethesda's just like, what the hell? To the point where, like, Pete Klein, who, like, runs Bethesda, came out and was like, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, this is, like, the first thing we agreed on was, that's the start menu. Yeah. You know, so, like, fucking go blow your cousin. Like, we're, <laughs> we're, we're running with it. Like... You fucking do it, bro. We're yeah. tired of hearing your shit. Yeah. Hey, how about you shut the fuck up and just play the game? Or don't. Do me a favor. Don't. Yeah, actually, we actually, don't want you know what? To. I don't want your money. I'm going to make sure you don't get a copy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have people at every fucking Walmart, Target, Best Buy, fucking Meyer. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. They'll be there to slap it out of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this uh, is that Starfield? What are you fucking doing? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Grab him by the scruff. You know? What are you fucking doing? <laughs> Put it back on the shelf. Some guy. Some random guy just sitting in the shop. Yeah, just sitting in the corner, reading a paper. <laughs> sees him come in. in. the game stop. He's reading a paper, yeah. leaned up on the games. Yeah. Sees a guy come in, fucking folds that paper back <laughs> up. He knows. All right, that's the boy right there. Watch him. Watch him. The newspaper is just a picture of him. <laughs> of him, yeah. <laughs> that's him. That's the guy right there. But, uh, but yeah, so it was like a non-controversy, but a bunch of people are like, what the fuck, dude? Like, Yeah, I don't know. Get over yourself. Yeah, fucking losers. <laughs> Like, that's what they've got to worry about is a game that looks pretty fucking good. Like, let's be honest. Even, like, the not great. Like, Fallout 4 wasn't their best Fallout. Mm-mm. It's still pretty fucking good. Like, yeah, I've, no, I've sunk hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I've done multiple playthroughs. Yeah. Fucking Bethesda don't miss hard. Mm-mm. Fallout 76 was probably their biggest miss. and that But was, they've updated a shit ton, yeah. and it's good. Yeah. Yeah, now you go back to it, and you're like, oh, well, yeah, there's actually something here. Yeah. feels more fallout Yeah, there's a lot to do now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've got plenty of faith. I'm fucking jazzed. Mm. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I'm just trying to catch up, man. Yeah, you got to get Baldur's Gate now. got to get Baldur's Gate. Fucking Morgan got Baldur's Gate, and she's up there right meow, getting sweaty on her fucking half-elf. 
This is fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm gonna start pirating games. Yeah, do it. I heard you wouldn't. Your mama. Your mama. <laughs> <laughs> no mama. Yeah, wow, your man. Anyways, you want to talk about uh, Blue Beetle or no? Yeah. We don't have to. No. Yeah, we went and saw Blue Beetle. Yeah, we went and saw what, it. What'd you think about <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. Welcome well, back. back. Uh, Chris, what was Blue Beetle about? <laughs> you know, I'm really glad you asked that. <laughs> Are you? Because you don't look glad. I gotta tell you. Let me see. You. <laughs> Fuck. Let me see. Give me some second. Just give me a Easy now. Easy now. We just really need him to try that Big Mac. Yeah, <laughs> I really need him to try that Big Mac. Yame Riaz suddenly finds himself in possession of an what, ancient... What is his name? Is it... Jaime. Jaime. Yame. Jaime. Shut the fuck up. Jaime. Jaime. Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. It's Jaime. Jaime Riaz uh, suddenly finds himself in possession of an ancient relic of an alien biotechnology called the Scarab. When the scarab chooses uh, Jaime, uh, I lost my to be its yeah. symbolic host, uh, he's bestowed with an incredible suit of armor that's capable of extraordinary and unpredictable powers, forever changing his destiny as he becomes the superhero Blue Beetle. Yo, yo, yep, 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 yep. I'm pulling up their box office numbers. Yeah. yeah. As far as the Rotten Tomatoes score goes. It's got a 76% from the critics, which is still considered fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's got a 92% from the audience score. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it didn't do like huge numbers, but it dethroned Barbie as far as the number one spot where Barbie's yeah. been running number one for like yeah. weeks. Oh. And finally, Blue Beetle rolled in and was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so domestically, your mama. Your mama. Domestically, it made $25 million, uh, And then overall, worldwide, it did 43.6 on a budget of, let's find out. What size is the waist? Let's go in. About $100 million. So it's not... Didn't make its money back. Not yet. I don't know if it will or not. Um, just because I feel like probably going to be some word of mouth. Might help it, might not. Mm-hmm. But also, one of the things that I did want to talk about was Solo, who's the uh, actor that is the lead, mm-hmm. plays Jaime. He talked about like the strikes and stuff. He was kind of bummed out because, not like, oh man, it's a shame we're on strike, but like, <clears throat> and it's a shame I'm not going to get to promote this movie because I really, like, I had a good time making it. I really wanted to do well, but <laughs> you know where I'll be. I'll be on the fucking picket line. Yeah. So, like, he and the writer uh, of the movie were both on the fucking picket line the day the movie released and talking about, like, it's a shame, you know. And uh, I've seen a bunch of articles talking about, like, is this the first movie to kind of get hurt by the lack of press? No. Yeah. You know, because I think this movie definitely would have benefited from. Yeah, I didn't see a, a whole lot about it. Well, there, I mean, yeah, there's no press junkets. Yeah. You know, I've seen I've seen one video. Yeah, well, because I could definitely see like um, Zolo being really good. Um, you know, get him on TikTok doing interviews and stuff, and mm-hmm. him going viral on TikTok with this, that, and the other. And now you've got like, oh man, I don't like that kid. I got to go see Blue Beetle. You know, and you don't have any of that because he's not doing interviews. Mm-mm. None of them are. You don't have Susan Sarandon going. I don't know what happens in these movies. I just, I just got paid. You know, I just got paid. Susan Sarandon and her large old lady breasts. Mm-hmm. She is stacked for an old lady. Yeah, double she, stacked, yeah. <laughs> double stuffed like Oreo. Ew. What? What? No. Um, but yeah. So I, I don't know. Um, we've got, like I said, let me go back to the cast here. We have uh, Zola Marduena. Uh, playing Jaime Reyes. Uh, we got Bruno Marquezine, who was Jenny uh, Cord. Mm-hmm. And then Becky G, 
is the is who voices um, Kajida, the yeah. AI in his head. Uh, fucking Damien Alcazar was his father, Alberto. And then obviously George Lopez was Rudy, his uncle. Um, Adriana Barrasso was Nana. And then, uh, let's see, his sister was Belize Escobeda. And Alpedia Carrillo was his mother. And then obviously, like I said, Susan Sarandon is the uh, Victoria Cord yeah. in this kind of the <clears throat> mean, rich white lady. And I'll tell you what, Susan Sarandon was a little too comfy. Betch. Betch. She was. She was She was a little too comfortable calling people Sanchez, and that wasn't their name. <laughs> she did, too. She did. Like, often. Like, a lot. Yeah. Most of the movie. <laughs> Sanchez, get in here! It's like, my fucking name's not Sanchez. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Have you seen the thing with Breaking Bad? It's like, uh, Jesse, like, or it was like, Aaron, your line was... Mr. White, I'm sorry. <laughs> he yeah. goes, oh, I'm a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't your line. What are you, what are you going on about? What are you doing, man? <laughs> but anyways, what... Uh... You all right, man? Mm-hmm. You look scared. You're just giving me a look. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, what uh, What did you think of the movie, man? What are, you, what are your spoiler-free plot thoughts? As far as for the plot, it was pretty smooth. Yeah. There wasn't any points where I was like, oh, oh brother. brother. Yeah. But you know the pacing of it was fair. Yeah, I don't know. That's all I got for this one. It's <laughs> fair. You know? All right, there was the plot. The plot was smooth. Yeah, um, I think it did a good job of not being connected to the DCU. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll say that. Oh, like yeah. it was a pretty. It was a standalone film mm-hmm. for the most part. I think they referenced Superman and Batman. Yeah, but but not <laughs> specifically. Batman's Batman's a fascist. A fascist. <laughs> yeah, you're like, mm. is he? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Rich dude who beats up poor criminals. <laughs> when he could just fix... He's got billions of dollars. Yeah. He could just fix the problems. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, no, blue balls. Yeah, he's got to go beat up these criminals and fucking cripple them for the rest of their life. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I do. I think I did a good job of being separate like that. <laughs> I did want to bring this up. Not about this... Uh, I was thinking about this while we were watching it. I saw a meme I wanted to show you, and it was or not even a meme. It was a fucking TikTok clip of some mm-hmm. podcast, and the guy, they were talking about Barbie. Mm-hmm. And he goes, now now we get to talk about Barbie, and he goes, or Black Panther for white bitches. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> if that ain't ah, tough. Black Panther for, for white, white bitches. bitches. <laughs> like, whoa. whoa. It didn't have a bad CGI fight at the end. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Actually, it didn't, but it did have a pretty cool fight on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Bar- Barbie. Yeah. I'm going to beat you off right now. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, yeah, Blue Beetle. Like I said, good job of being separate. Um, I'm with you. It's kind of like hard not to spoil it because I feel like you didn't really know anything anything going into it other than like, oh, that looks fun. No. You know, um, characters and chemistry. Uh, as far as characters, um, Victoria and Hyman... <laughs> First of all, who's Vi- who's who's Victoria? She's a uh, or no, not Victoria. That's Jenny. The... Victoria, yeah, Victoria is the grandma. Yeah, or the, the, the aunt. Jenny. Jenny is the yeah. And, um, and Jaime. Jaime. Not the Jaime. Jaime. <laughs> oh shit! A little Freudian slip there. <laughs> but I thought the chemistry between them was actually really good. Yeah. Um, I thought like it was like a love interest, but it felt it did feel natural. Yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like it felt a lot. more crushy than like right. Oh, we're gonna love each other. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They could have just as easily not ended up an item. I think. Sure. And you know, 
left them as like a will they won't they and you yeah. would have been fine they're just flirting yeah but it just yeah it felt very natural there's a nice flow to it um <laughs> rudy yeah Rudy fucking killed me. He just had the fucking mullet. Yeah. And, and then his long ass goatee. Yeah. And I like that he's, he's kind of like, he's big brothers watching, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the big, paranoid uncle. You yeah. Know? He's worried about the feds and shit. And he's got a, he's got a big hacking machine in his trunk. But yeah. That's, that's getting into it. Yeah. And he, I like that he's got a Tacoma, a souped up Tacoma <laughs> that he calls the taco. The taco. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Nana doesn't really play too big of a role no. until later in. I really liked just the family in general, yeah. the family dynamic, especially uh, between he and his sister. Mm-hmm. Felt pretty on. Yeah, I mean they weren't like I fucking hate you. You know they weren't overly aggressive to each other. They were mm-hmm. pretty compassionate with each other, but had yeah. like you know the ribbing that that siblings do. Right. Um, and so I think they felt more genuinely like sibling as opposed to like this is what we think siblings act like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like the connection between him and his dad. Yeah. There's a certain scene we'll talk about, but it was really good, and it just it felt like very like. Is it the Black Panther scene? No, no, we'll talk about it. But do you know what you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> am I right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what made me think about Black Panther for white bitches. <laughs> no, um, but there's a scene that I was like, oh, that just seemed very like, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that what seems about right, and just like getting some of that wisdom yeah from your father being yeah like oh wow like i didn't really think of it like that yeah but uh yeah no and then i did feel like mom was the one that didn't really have anything to do Mm-mm. you know dad was there for like you said you know like the the moral core mm-hmm. the sister was like the camaraderie his uncle was kind of like the tech guy mm-hmm. you know and you know nana has her her role she's the play. wild card yeah and then mom was just kind of there yeah so i felt a little bad for her just get good, I guess. Yeah, like, you know, fucking like, bring something to the table or don't, you know? <laughs> fucking <laughs> either get with it or get out of the fucking way, you yeah, know? Yeah. But, Sokka uh, said it best. That's right. That's my boy. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> that's my boy Sokka. Pour one out for him. Yeah. Huh? Pour one out I for him. I think he said pull one out for him. <laughs> pull one. <laughs> Just pop a titty, you know? Pull, pull one, one out, out for him. him. <laughs> All right. Is that because he's a tube sock? <laughs> no, uh, pour one out. All right. Well, well, do you want to rate it? Because I'm ready to just talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. So you can be, you know, one of three things. You can be overwhelmed, which means you thoroughly enjoyed the film. It surpassed your expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can be underwhelmed, uh, which means you, it was all right. You know, you didn't like it. It wasn't that good. Or yeah. you can always be right in the middle and be simply whelmed. One, two, three. Simply whelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, it was... yeah. Didn't blow my socks off. Yeah, I probably won't... Uh, I see think, it again maybe in like a year or so. I think I want to retroactively be simply whelmed. I don't remember if I said I was overwhelmed or not, but I want to be simply whelmed with Black Adam. Yeah. I don't remember if we back then made the mistake of going, well, it did surpass our expectations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I remember us coming out of that going, eh, that actually wasn't a bad movie. I liked this more than Black Adam. So whatever I rated Black Adam needs to be equal or less yes. than Blue Beetle. I agree. Simply whelmed like the, like the Diet Coke of Simply One. <laughs> I don't know. But either way, yeah. Whatever Black Adam was, this is slightly above it. Yeah. I think. I can I can get with that. I mean, I liked. I don't know that I've liked another DC movie recently as much as I liked this one. I felt like this one in watching it was more Better fun to watch. Yeah, The Flash was dog ass. You see, it's like it's. Uh, the world. Oh, it's lost like $320 million for DC. Yeah. That's Ooh. fucking tough. 
That is brutally tough. Good. Sorry Good riddance. About it. Yeah. yeah. Burn in hell. Not what do you think a, Michael not, Keaton's thinking? Not much. He just got a paycheck, you know. You don't think he's like, damn, I could have been Batman again? Nah, I think he's like, oh, yeah, I got the paycheck. <laughs> I got the bag. <laughs> I got the strap. Uh, I got to carry him. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go into this. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Let's just talk about it. Spoiler wise. Yeah. You want to run through it chronological? Yeah. All right, you start. So it starts off with uh, Jaime coming back from college, or he graduated mm-hmm. college. Yeah. And he's coming back because he what, he couldn't find a job. Yeah, something like that. Maybe yeah, maybe he's coming home for the summer or something. I don't know. because yeah. he's got to get he's an undergrad, mm-hmm. so he's got to go back to graduate school. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, everyone's struggling real bad. They're bad. about to lose a house. Yeah. yeah, they are poverty. Yeah, they are impoverished. Mm-hmm. Losing the house to Cord is it was it Cord Tech or just Cord yeah, or Cord, Cord Industries Cord Tech Cord Tech um, Cord Tech's buying up all the houses and shit and charging exorbitant amounts of rent and if you can't pay it. Tough. Yep. And like Cortec put dad's auto shop out of business. Mm-hmm. So now they ain't getting monies to pay the fucking rent. Not so. a dime. Sorry about it. And then you find out dad had a fucking heart attack while yeah. Jaime was at, at school. Maybe so he's like, tell him yeah, uh, he's the first uh, Reyes to graduate college. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't want to have, you know, hey, your dad had a heart attack and him drop everything and come back and not. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hold him back, you know. Which that felt real mm-hmm. of like. We won't tell them unless we absolutely have to, right. you know, unless like dad's not doing good. Yep. And then after that, um, his sister's like, I-, I could probably get you a job. <laughs> yeah. And then it turns out <laughs> they're just scraping fucking gum off of beach chairs yeah. at, yeah. uh, at court industries, mm-hmm. like the resort of their house. Maybe. I don't know. It looked like their house, like they were, uh, custodials. Yeah. Like janitorial yeah. custodian custodian yeah Custodials. custodial work yeah okay yeah. custodians right. yeah, do yeah. and yeah we see uh victoria <laughs> yeah. old lady yeah just being a bitch <laughs> hardcore yeah. and uh hi may like good good afternoon ma'am hi ma'am yeah, yeah. howdy miss and she just doesn't even doesn't pay. even hear him you know <laughs> just continues on her phone call and his sister what's his sister's name uh well so her name is milagro do they just call her millie i think mill Mill, maybe? I thought it was Mill. Yeah. Yeah, because her name's Milagro, but I don't I don't remember them calling her by her full name. <laughs> yeah, she... I like that she's like, all right, I got to take a fucking mad shit. Let's go in the house here. You got to cover <laughs> yeah, for gotta me. you got to be my cover. <laughs> and he's like, what? And she's like, I'm going to fucking shit. take a lavish shit. Yeah. Like, I'm going in here. I'm wa- I want to be in it. Yeah. And so she, she goes in there. She's taking a mad fucking duke. And in the meantime, you find out that uh, old Victoria is funding a weapons program. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oopsie. <laughs> Oopsie poopsie. And uh, her her niece, Jenny, Jenny from the block, is like, hey. I'm on to you. That ain't, that ain't very cash money. My dad yeah. wouldn't be happy with that. And she's like, you were, what fucking dad? Your dad dipped, <laughs> you dumb <Basically>. bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> and uh, they start stepping up on her, uh, Victoria and her bodyguard. Mm-hmm. And she's like, get back. I don't want you to touch me. She steps closer and fucking Jaime is like, you know what? Hey, back off, man. Hey, motherfucker. She said no. And they're all like, <laughs> who the fuck are you? Yeah. And then, no sooner does he start getting confronted, fucking his sister steps out the shitter and is like, God damn, don't go in there. Oh, we stinky. Oh, hello. <laughs> She's like, well, I think you both are probably fired. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We'll see ourselves out. And so they get on there waiting on a fucking Uber and, uh, 
Jenny walks out. Yep. And she's all like, thanks for saving my hide back there. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for sticking your neck out for me. And he's like, that's not all that stuck out for you, baby. Then <laughs> she's like, but that wasn't necessary. Yeah. Like, I, I can fight my own yeah. battles. He was like, no, you're, you're, yeah, right, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. And then she's like, but. I do feel bad that you lost your job yeah. for it. So, come by uh, Cord Tech and I'll probably be able to get you. Get you a gig. Yeah, get, find your job somewhere else. And he's like, yes. Bet. Turns around and his sister's like, dude, you're in like Flynn. That bitch is wetter than water. Like, (laughs) slick. He's like, you fucking think so? She's like, I know so. So she says she's into him. Yeah. Yeah. She said she was wetter than water. And uh, he's like, you think so? She's like, I do. I know so. She's like, so here's what we're going to do. When you go go in for that job interview tomorrow, you're going to really put on the charm Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we need this. We need this. Yeah. You could be. You could be the anchor, like if yeah. she's she's the sugar mommy. What do they uh, quote the, the I can't show think from? It was a yeah, it was a show, and it seems like maybe it's a telenovela. <laughs> yeah, uh, that they're all watching, and and I don't remember what it is, but it sounds like it's basically the you know uh, uh, a poor uh, Hispanic lady meets a rich white guy and and makes money. Yeah, and they're like, but you're gonna be <laughs> he she's the rich white guy in this scenario, yeah. and you're uh, Maria. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. Yeah, because then he goes back and his whole family's basically like, yeah, you're going to fucking do this for us. Yeah. Uh, he does have a nice heart-to-heart with his dad on the front. Yeah, one. that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Just because, yeah, when they were talking, he was like, I just feel so bad. Like, I feel like I could be doing something. You know, I really let you guys down and stuff yeah. like that. And then he's like, I don't really know what I'm doing. No. And his dad's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, me neither, Chief. But I know, he goes, but I know my purpose right now. Is to be here. Yeah, the time of this know, conversation. Be, yeah, with you. I was like, ugh. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> it makes me think of Ultron. Yeah. What is this place? Yeah, yeah. He's like, ugh. <laughs> 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 fucking <laughs> daddy issues activate, you know? <laughs> and you're just like, what? What? What is this? <laughs> what did you do to me? <laughs> like fucking Balder in, <laughs> in the first God of War. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel pain now. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do to me? <laughs> but um, and so they're like, oh yeah, and so that kind of like laid them, gave them motivation to yep. you know to I got to do this because yeah. this is my purpose right now. And they, the whole family shows up <laughs> to take him in the to taco, this, yeah, in the taco to take him to this job interview. And they're all beating on the hoods and beating. On the <laughs> and this fucking Uncle Rudy is talking about like, well, bring back a Molotov cocktail and burn this, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> burn this place to the ground. You're like Jesus. Yeah, you look like one of them corporate assholes. It's Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's telling somebody that's walking by in a suit, like, I don't get out much. You know? <laughs> yeah. He just kind of has to hang his head and go in. His uh, Nana makes him come back so she can bless, bless him. him. Yeah. He's like, okay, thank you, Nana. You know, and he goes back and he walks straight into reception and is like, hi, my name's Jaime uh, Reyes. You know, Miss Jenny Cord. Mm-hmm. I should have an appointment with her. And she's like, all right, Jamie. And he's like, it's Jaime. You know, and she kind of. Then calls him Jamie again, and he's yeah. like, "Okay, you know, uh, you just go ahead and take a seat." And so he's sitting there waiting. In the meantime, fucking Jenny is uh, sneaking around, mm-hmm. impersonating not Sanchez, <laughs> using his security clearance card to get into the lab, yep. and finds the blue beetle, the scarab, just, just chilling on the motherfucking. Uh, <laughs> looks like it's just sitting on a motherboard, yeah. getting uh, getting, getting knowledge. Milked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're milking that scarab, mm-hmm. milking that beetle, mm-hmm. milking that blue beetle. What is it, Milker 2000? Yeah, the Mega Milker 9000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm? Mega Milker. The Mega Milker. <laughs> that movie's so fucking good. That was a good movie. <laughs> like, they hit everything on it. Yeah. But the Mega Milker. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Is that it's, milk and the scarab? Yeah, the, the scarab's getting sucking, hmm? getting fucking sucked uh, dry of all of its knowledge. Yeah. And she's like, yoink, takes that, puts it in a fucking burger box. <laughs> it just dips. Because not Sanchez was eating a yeah. burger. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so she just left his burger perfectly sitting on the table there. And is like, making a break for it. Fucking, he figures out that uh, the Beatles been ganked. Ganked. So he fucking sounds the alarm. Uh, and, you know, fucking building's going on lockdown, fucking... Uh, Jaime sees Jenny. Yeah, like he's, he's like, yo, he's wait, on he's on her. And he was jumping escalators, like, yeah, you know, bouncing. I was like, man, he's he's gonna get kicked out. Yeah, this man wants a job for the family. He ain't yeah. leaving here without a job. No, huh? if it ain't here, he's going to prison. Yeah, he told her like, I'll do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's like, you said you'd do anything, right? And he's kind of like, within reason. You know, yeah. <laughs> he's kind of worried. And she's like, take this and fucking go through those doors and just fucking don't come back. Yeah. Don't touch it. Don't do anything. Don't open it. Just carry this box. And he's mm-hmm. like, you got it, ma'am. Yeah. No problem, baby. And it takes it home. Fucking his family very quickly is like, yeah, <laughs> you should open we're going to open this fucking box. Find the scarab. They all start passing it around, throwing it. It's a, you know, playing monkey in the middle with him. And he's like, well, let's stop it, guys, you know. And he ends up catching it out of the air. And it very quickly uh, gets latches on to him. It was pretty fucking horrifying. Yeah, it was like a horror movie. Yeah. Which I thought was an interesting aspect. Yeah, of like, like how scary would that be? Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, I'm pretty certain that. Uncle Rudy's right. I think it went up his ass. You think? Yeah, because you see it going down the back of his shirt and into his pants. And then he's like, he says it's inside him. I thought it just burrowed into his back. I like don't it, think so. I think it went up his asshole. How would it get where it's at? Burrowed up through the skin and stuff. Oh, it's going to break through the intestines? Hey, man, you know. It can regenerate him. That's true. That's true. I can fix him. He was screaming, like, yeah. hard in pain. Yeah. All of his clothes were being burnt off. Of his skin was getting covered in the... Mm. Thing that's a weird thing of like you're just gonna be naked anytime you get out of that suit now. Yeah, you have to figure some way around that. Does that mean he's naked? Yeah, he's naked in the suit. Yeah, it's just a second skin. <laughs> he's just running around. Imagine him fighting like uh, someone where he's gonna get molly whopped. And he's just he's hanging brain. They're, yeah, they're, the... they're breaking his armor off him. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's just, just got a ball hanging out. <laughs> he's just hanging dick and nuts. And oh, just... oh. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I'm gonna He's get got a, a towel wrapped around. Yeah, I'm gonna get a fig leaf. You know, <laughs> fucking wearing a loincloth fighting him because he's dangling <laughs> on him. So yeah, he he goes through a really horrifying experience where like the fucking claws come out of the back and are stabbing into the ceiling, mm-hmm. and he's being involuntarily just yeah. moved around. <laughs> he's screaming. His fucking family. You know, his fucking uncle's screaming like a bitch. They're all fucking saying <laughs> hail marys and shit. Yeah, praying. Nana's fucking like giving him blessings. <laughs> Lighting a candle for him, fucking he get he goes away. He flies off. Yeah, the jets suits doing. On. You know, basically first time setup mm-hmm. tests, uh, testing the boosters and shit. And he uh, eventually is like, I gotta get back home. He flies all the way up to the atmosphere. Yeah, he gets up into, into technically space. into space. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was really cool. talking about like equalizing pressure and shit mm-hmm. for him. Which makes me think: Do you think he's gonna? Do you think they're gonna do like interplanet travel? Maybe. Do you think that's something they teased at? I don't know. I don't know, man. But I think that'd be cool. Because yeah. you don't really have a whole lot of DC characters that can do that. Besides, like, I mean, you have Green Superman, Lantern. Green Lantern. That's yeah. the biggest ones. But uh, they're probably not going to touch Green Martian Lantern Manhunter. Again. Oh, yeah, they are. Remember they're doing the Green Lantern show, the Green Lantern Corps, where it's going to be like a detective show. Oh, that's right. So they're going to give us like three Green Lanterns in that. Oh, shit. 
Shit. Maybe they'll get Green Lantern involved. Maybe that's how they get Green Lantern involved. Yeah, because uh, because stamp it, stamp it right now. Because apparently Green Lantern's probably going to be where whatever like the overarching like what's the the looming doom the Thanos of, of DC. yeah right. They are probably going to be the ones that are like figuring it out and they're like oh there's something going on here you know because mm-hmm. they're like space cops basically right. Um, I mean they are Green Lantern yeah. Corps basically space cops. Uh, and so they're going to be the ones that fucking pick up on it and be like, hey, something's going on out here. Something ain't right. They're basically precinct <laughs> Hold Earth. Up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> something ain't right. Something ain't right. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, he gets back home and is like, that was fucking weird, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> suit falls off him. Or, you know, he goes back into the beetle and he's buck naked. And everybody's like, yo, put your fucking willy away. Put your dick away. And he's and, like, uh, why y'all? Apparently looking? he's got a tiny dick. Yeah. Like Nana was kind of like, Pfft. Basically, looks like when he was a kid. Like, damn, fucking twenty-two-year-old man's got a, a a fucking little kid dick. Like he's micro penis. Yeah, that ain't good. Hate to see it. Yeah, it's a shame. He can still be a chime. He can still be a guy, but you know, you can be anything you want. Yeah, you can be whatever you want, but you know, he, he didn't seem too proud. No, he was pretty embarrassed. Yeah. Like Nana's like, damn, you got a little kid dick, and he's like. <laughs> It's not that small, man. Go away. Come on, now. Give me a blanket or Come something. On, Come king. on, king. So, yeah, they give him a fucking blanket, and he goes to bed. And then he starts to get dressed and uh, realizes that he's got just a horrific, like, the beetle is protruding from his back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, that's fucked up. Looks like a skeleton. His skeleton. spine is kind yeah. of out, yeah. And, uh, yeah, because it's basically creating symbiosis, mm-hmm. um, like like the symbiote from Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. Um, Apparently, and it does come up in this. I was I was interested. I was like, oh, I wonder if that's like true to comics. So there have been three Blue Beetles, uh-huh. um, but really only one that counts as like DC. Well, two that count as DC. So because it's a character that they bought from like Charleston Comics, but Ted Cord is the Blue Beetle, and then in like 2006 they did. Um, this version mm-hmm. with Jaime Reyes who, and that you do find out that the scarab is an alien, uh, weapon basically. And so this did actually follow that run of comics pretty oh. closely. So they kind of went the Ant-Man route yeah. of like, okay, yes, there've been more than one Ant-Man. Hank Pym was the Ant-Man, the original. He already exists. He was already Ant-Man in the MCU. Now you've got, um, Scott Lang, Scott Lang you know? And in this case they went, yep. Turns out there was a Blue Beetle in the past. That was Ted Cord, Jenny's father. And now you've got Jaime doing it. So, uh, what, he goes and finds Jenny, isn't that right? Yeah. After he gets back home and is like, I gotta fucking figure this out. I gotta fucking, I gotta go back because I'm freaking the fuck out, man. So he rolls up on Jenny. She's running from the cops, basically. Mm -hmm. Running from Cord security. Jumps in the taco and they peel out of there, but not before the back end gets shot up. (laughs) Fucking lose the tailgate. Yeah, gets gets shot off. Yeah, so he rolls up on the house, and Uncle Rudy's out there fucking screaming and crying about the taco being mm-hmm. fucked up. This is the first time Jenny's meeting everyone. Yeah, and uh, so they're all having a nice little chitty chat. Fucking <laughs> Rudy's very skeptical, and so is the sister. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Rudy's yeah. more like, you know, what the fuck's her deal? Like, the She's, cords don't make good tech. She's yeah. a spy, shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then. The sister's more just like you're a, a fucking piece of yeah, shit. you're a fucking rich fascist. Yeah. Like I don't know what to tell you. And um, <laughs> they all 
Oh, I did. Sorry, I've got IMDb up over here, mm-hmm. and they're running a trailer for The Nun too. Oh, that trailer yo. scared the fuck out of you, dude. Dude, I jumped. <laughs> Out of my skin, I know. bro. Uh, at the theater, that shit came on, and she grabs that bitch through the, By the throat. Yeah, and you're like, wow. Yeah, Dude, you're I mean, I jumped out of the seat. <laughs> if you were holding that popcorn in your lap, you'd have fucking thrown it. Dude, yeah, that scared me. <laughs> anyway, scared me then. Yeah, sorry, I just saw it and was like, ah, I gotta talk about that. Um, but yeah, so they come up with a plan that they gotta go get the key to go do the thing. She thinks she, Jenny thinks she knows where they can find out how to get the scarab out of them. Yeah. But they got to go back to cord tech and get the key to yeah. that place. Yeah. So uncle Rudy's like, I got just the machine knock out their security. Yeah. I'm just cool. Like I'm just <laughs> built like that. Turns out he's just been animating a fucking show. Like that's his show. Oh really? Yes. Because <laughs> I, I was looking it up and, uh, and yeah, that's just, that show is just like Rudy made that show. <laughs> that character's even voiced by George Lopez. <laughs> so, he's just got this huge thing that just hacks. Yeah. And it just broadcasts this cartoon. That he just made. That he just fucking made, I guess. That's fucking dumb. So, yeah, he just basically hijacks their security system and is just playing this cartoon. Mm-hmm. And um, they uh, they break in. They lockpick, because everybody can lockpick. Naturally. Naturally. Uh, and then, now give her a pass, because her dad is Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he kind of was trying to clue her in yeah so that makes sense a little bit she gets a little key which basically looks like one of those calculator watches <laughs> yeah and she wraps it up because i do like the idea that like dad was a, a tech he was an inventor mm-hmm. he was an iron man type guy because yeah. blue beetle is uh but his tech was very old like 90s yeah yeah 80s and 90s because he, he was blue beetle in the 80s, 80s or 90s you know and, uh, you know, so it is, it's a calculator watch that does this, that, and the other. Um, all of his tech kind of looks old, comic-y, yeah. you know, which was funny. Um, so they did get to kind of do the, the wink and the nod of, there's the comic book costume. Yeah. You know. Obviously, you know, that looks silly. <laughs> it looks goofy in person. Uh, but there it is. That's what, you know, that's what Blue Beetle was wearing. Yeah. They get the key. Fucking, but not before they get run into by, I don't know his name, bad guy. Salazar? No. What was his motherfucking name? Emperor Zerg. No. I was way off. Um, Carapax. Yes. That one stuck with me, obviously. Mm-hmm. So Carapax is like their test pilot, essentially, yep. for them trying to emulate what the beetle does, what the mm-hmm. scarab does. Because she's trying to make it as a weapon. Yeah, to make one man sol- or one man armies, basically. Mm-hmm. And then make armies making, of one man armies. Yeah. <laughs> making a bunch of them. Yeah. And uh, so he fucking taps on the back of his neck and turns into, you know, a uh, uh, very primitive, basically Iron Man 1 getting out of the yeah. cave yeah. version of, of the Blue Beetle. Um, and that's the one thing that I did, like, come on, man, was the, the enemy of this was just him. It was, it was the Blue Beetle, but different, you know. And it's like, well, we've seen Doctor Strange, but not. No. We've seen Iron Man, but, but not. not. Black Panther, but not. That's just the... The thing to do. Yeah. Well, he's going up against himself. Yeah. So he uh, he kind of gets his shit kicked a little bit. A little bit. At first. And I did like that he and... Uh, what's the name of the AI? Um, Kaji Da. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kaji Da are like trading back and forth where he's like, just let me fucking handle this, you know? And, and he's trying to like talk no. the guy. Yeah. Kaji Da's like, 
This guy, I got to tell you, like talking in the middle of a fight isn't really isn't that work isn't isn't suggested. No. He's like, let me just talk this guy down. And then after like trying to talk sense into the guy, he's, he's like, all right, ass. he's like, hey, this guy's not listening. You can have it back. No, <laughs> like you take over, take back over. And then she just starts whipping ass. Mm-hmm. Um, like I did really like that his power is essentially like it's nanotech. Yeah, so he can kind of create whatever weapon he needs mm-hmm. in, in the moment. So like. Fucking blaster cannons, swords, Dude, that knife hands. Big ass sword he had was yeah, the fucking dope. Final Fantasy type mm-hmm. ass sword, where he's yeah, it's a big ass yeah. sword. You got to use the weight of it to your yeah, to swing it around. Yeah, that was in the final fight, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I haven't played it, but apparently the final fight, um, you had a lot of moves in it that are Blue Beetle moves from Injustice Two. Oh, okay. Where they're like, yeah, they will use a lot of his combat in yeah. Injustice 2 to go, okay, that's interesting. Let's put that in there. So they just directly referenced Injustice 2, which is a DC fighting game. Yeah. Um, that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, and I do remember, because my dad and I played Injustice, but not a lot, but I remember Blue Beetle looked pretty similar to the version that we got here. Oh, really? But I don't know if it was Jaime or Ted yeah. in, in the game or not. But, I'll have um, to YouTube that later. Yeah, just check it out. But um, so yeah, he he does end up winning the fight, but barely. Mm-hmm. In fact, the way he's he's losing the fight, he's gonna get killed by Carapax, and then fucking Uncle Rudy just fucking pulls a yeah. whip maneuver and just <laughs> throws the, the yeah hits the e brake, throws the generator out of the back of the. Uh, it's a huge generator. It's a big too. ass fucking generator. It's like three generators like yeah. rigged together. Just yeets it out of the fucking bed of the truck, and it just hits Carapax. Mm-hmm. Fucking, <laughs> get the fuck out of Jaime here. hops into the dip, and Carapac's like, "Well, this is embarrassing." Whoopsie <laughs> daisy. Whoopsie daisy. So they go to Court Estates, yes, which is Jenny's, uh, you know, childhood home, mm. and they basically go to the fucking Beetle Cave <laughs> instead of the Bat Cave. <laughs> so they go down there. Like that's where we see all the tech. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Yo, your dad was a Blue Beetle." So, <laughs> Yeah, my dad was a blue beetle. Yeah. My mom died when I was six, by the way. And then that, for some reason, makes them want to kiss because they share how lonely she was at her house, even though he's like, this is a really nice house. And, you know, it's that whole thing of, like, she's rich, but her her fucking childhood sucked. He's not rich, and his home life is better. Which kind of feels like a, a rich person preaching to a poor person, you yeah. know, of like, yeah, but you've got it so good. And it's like, yeah, but money would really help, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> it's that whole thing of money doesn't buy happiness, but it does take a lot off the mind, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I did kind of roll my eyes a little bit at that, of like, really, you're going to make that the moral lesson here. <laughs> uh, but, they get fucking blue-balled by Uncle Rudy. Yeah. And we do actually, like, they fell fully, like... <laughs> they gave him wood. Like, yeah. they gave him a I mean, you don't see his erection, but he stands no, up, you like... you see it. It's no. like, they pay, like, detail. Detail. He was wearing track pants. It's No, no, no. He has it out. He was getting ready to get top. <laughs> and uh, he just stands up, fully erect. <laughs> Uncle Rudy! Uncle Rudy! And he's shooting web, you know? <laughs> He's fucking throwing ropes. Fucking, oh no, no, he uh, no, but he does stand up and was like trying to like pull on the crotch of his pants, yeah. to, like hide it. And you're like, that boy's fucking bricked up right now, bricked. And so he, uh, yeah, they go and fucking choppers go overhead because basically they find out that yeah, there's no getting the scare about you until you mm-hmm. die, basically. Yeah. So and that scare is going to do everything in its power for you to not die, which is cool, but not cool because yeah. you got the scarab stuck in you now. Um, fucking choppers overhead headed to their house. So he's like, fuck, I gotta catch up. You gotta up. go back there, man. So he swan dives off the fucking patio. 
uh, or the balcony, I mean, mm-hmm. turns into the Blue Beetle and zip, It's Mach 2. Yeah, shattering windows and shit. So yeah, he, he goes heading home, Mach 2. Uh, fucking, the, the feds basically roll up. <laughs> uh, they fucking turn off the breaker. Fucking helicopters overhead. You got fucking ground troops moving in on this that house. That was scary, too. Yeah. Like, it was like they busted in. Yeah, kicking in the fucking door, dragging the family out. Yeah, they just shot the hinges off. Like, they didn't yeah, knock Yeah, shotgun. Nothing. Yeah, fucking three shots. Bop, bop, bop. Yeah, door breaker. Fucking kick it in and drag the family out one by one. Mm-hmm. Kneels, knees in the fucking yeah, grass. Yeah, pulling their hair and stuff like yeah. that, picking them up. Yeah. You good? Yeah. Don't even play like that, bro. I always picture seeing a face against the Dude, frosted glass. I'd cry. Yeah, if you just looked over and there's somebody just looking in, I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> go bolting upstairs. I'm, that makes me want a gun. Just to... <laughs> just to <laughs> I'm going to fucking shoot first, bro. I don't even care. <laughs> fucking call me Han Solo. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll shoot first. <laughs> pop, pop. Yeah, ask questions later. But uh, now nah, you got to do a fucking shotgun. Just fucking blow them. <laughs> just give it a fucking repeater. <laughs> <laughs> Do the old uh, Terminator 2. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Ohio, I think, is a danger ground state. So Bingo. Yeah. What was it? Uh, defend the castle? The castle law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, I'd shoot a motherfucker so quick. Well, hey, <laughs> easy, man. <laughs> I didn't even care, bro. <laughs> Trying to catch a case? What are you doing? So. Yeah, they got his family out in the fucking grass, hand, like, hands and feet down. Guns pointed guns at Guns at their heads. Fucking knocked over a candle and just started burning yeah, the house burning down. Burning the house on fire. Uh, fucking. This house about to blow. <laughs> what is the song? Uh, from sh- fucking uh, Sean Kingston. Shorty fire burning <laughs> on the dance floor. Whoa. That song. Shorty call 911. Shorty fire burning on the dance floor. So yeah, he fucking uh, rolls up, drops down. Fucking just starts hitting motherfuckers with his shields. That was pretty dope. Yeah. Blocking the family, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and his Susan Sarandon shield. is up. <laughs> Susan Sarandon. Victoria is up up top in the uh, helicopter. She's like, well, let's see how this plays out. <laughs> and I kind of want to see what this suit can do. So she tells uh, all the, the guards, the fuzz, to shoot at the family. Like, yeah, target the family. So he uh, steps in, blocks them, and tells them they all got to run. Yeah. So he turns around. And uh, he has to remind Kaji Da that, like, ah, we ain't killers. Mm-mm. Which I don't like. Yeah, fuck them. Kill them. Yeah, I'm kill a bit all. like... They're burning your house down and going to kill your family. Fucking shoot yeah, them in the forehead. Kill them. Yeah, shoot their fucking knee and then make them big. Because, like, I don't know. Whoa. Like, that's what I would do, bro. Like, yeah. give me a fucking reason. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like... You got the trigger finger itching, you know? I mean, because he's, what, 22? Yeah. And I'm same age as me. Yeah. If someone came in here busting and musting... Hmm? And pulled you all out, had you at what? gunpoint. What are they doing to me? They're pulling you out. They're pulling you off. <laughs> I shoot them in the back of the head. I'd kill them on, on like right where they stood. Yeah. Now I'd go find their families. Pardon? <laughs> yeah, but there. I wouldn't even think about it twice, I, man. I'd pull their wallet out, find their fucking address. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he uh, doesn't do that. He's instead got like kinetic Rookie. cannons. And he was like boom, crowd control, throwing our ass back, throwing ass back. He's fucking twerking. <laughs> But then he does get a pretty interesting weapon that, like, basically is a giant staple gun. And, like, yeah. you know, basically pins people down. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. 
because uh, like he's pinning people to the fucking like the that wall. one dude. I'm pretty sure he did kill that he sent through the windshield of the fucking car. Oh yeah, I'm like, there's no way he went through that and didn't at least get really fucked mm-hmm. up because yeah. he went through a tiny ass space. <laughs> Like and crushed at him. at at speed, yeah, like he, enough to bend the car. Yeah, that, that man died. Uh, so, congrats, Batman. You know, <laughs> you might not kill, but you did maim. Like, <laughs> you changed those guys fundamentally. <laughs> like, you can't. They won't be the same after he that. Can't walk. He's gonna be fucking eating through a straw. <laughs> They're gonna have to fucking reteach him his alphabet. You good, my guy? It's got me thinking of those. Um... <sighs> It was a big horror trend on TikTok, where it was like an alternate version of you. Oh, yeah. But the, they're just um, smiling, and they look yeah. all like yeah, eyes Yeah, like doppelganger on. horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That gives me the willies. That if, actually If you see me. someone that looks like you, you know, yeah. don't make eye contact. Lock doors. Yeah, yeah. do not look at them. Yeah. Do not engage with them. Yeah, and they're just... Yeah, and they're just right there, and it's just, oh, fuck. Yeah. Because, like, what are they... It's, my, it's, it's giving me goosebumps. It's the easiest way to... doesn't help that we're sitting in a room... That is just windows. Yeah. Got the fucking back window here, front window there, window window behind me. Hate that. (laughs) Hey, we're still here to tell the tale, baby. Yeah. Now we've been here. Where you at? (laughs) Yeah, we done been here since day one. So anyways. Every day. Anyways, fucking Wallace family's making a break for it. Fucking dad just has a big old massive heart attack. No, they shoot him. No, uh uh. Bash him in the face. That's what it was. They, they hit him in the face. Yeah, they fucking butt, you know, gun of the butt, butt of the gun, bash him in the mouth. And, uh, and then he has a full on heart attack. Yeah. Like he's on his like, it's okay. Like yeah, everything's going to be, gonna be right. fine. We're going to be all right. And then he <coughs> has a big old fucking Widowmaker drop. He's done. Mm-hmm. He's done, son. Fucking Nana and the mom are, and Rudy are across the street. Or no, Rudy's not there yet. His sister, uh, Mill, did a really good job, like crying. Yeah. Like, I was like, like oh. screaming and crying. I was like, this is fucking sad. This is real. Yeah, um, and then they fucking shoot uh, the Blue Beetle with a basically a grappling gun mm-hmm. and reel his ass in, and it seems like maybe it's giving him a constant electric shock so that the suits basically uh, turned off. I guess mm-hmm. you know, overloaded, so he's immobile. They fucking load his ass in the chopper and uh, <laughs> they dip. Mm-hmm. I thought they were gonna take his sister, mm-hmm. and they just didn't. Mm-hmm. So because they didn't really need her, they got the Beetle right there. Yeah. So. Took him and uh, his family, you know, fucking Rudy and Jenny roll up too late, you know, and, uh, you know, bad news bears, dad's dead, right, on the ground, so they all have their little little moment, and uh, I did like the Nana, kind of like, all right, we got to go fucking save Jaime, and they're like, yeah, what are we supposed to fucking do here, and we just kind of casually find out that Nana was a fucking freedom fighter, she was a revolutionary, <laughs> you know, and... uh Cause I, so I'd seen the shot in the trailer where she's wielding a minigun, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, brother, you know? And in this, it still is a little, oh, brothery, yeah. but they at least are like, well, she was a freedom fighter, and you're yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll, I'll allow it, I suppose. Yeah. Grandma, <laughs> Nana, how are you holding that minigun so perfectly? And she's like... <laughs> and she's in the background. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that she... Uh, what does she yell when she's mowing down the fucking crowd with the miniguns? Um, yell something to affect with like death to the imperialists. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, Nana's having a fucking flashback. So they devise a plan. They're going to go get Jaime. Yeah. So Jenny's like, I think I can help. 
So they all go back to the beetle cave. (laughs) 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 To the bat cave. (laughs) Blue beetle. (laughs) Blue beetle. And they just get in his beetle, like his his little... I didn't like that Rudy George Lopez just knew how to fly Knew how to fucking fly this thing? Yeah, it was odd. I was like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, what are you going to do? Someone had to, you know? Probably should have been Jenny. Or an autopilot system. Yeah. That would have made sense. Yeah. So she, uh, they they fucking roll up with fucking guns, and uh, the sister has, like, the power glove, the Nintendo (laughs) power glove, except it's... uh, it's got a shield in it. It's got a fist in it, mm-hmm. like a hologram-ish thing, but it's but, solid enough. Yeah. Um, similar to the shields from Wakanda. Yeah. Um, I did think there were some parallels to Black Panther a little bit. Sure. Um, not not major ones, but there is one major one. <laughs> yeah. That we're getting up to. Fucking so yeah, they're all mounting up a. a yeah, we're gonna go rescue this guy. In the meantime, fucking Jaime is all chained up whips and chains uh back at the old base there it just got like an island fortress mm-hmm. and uh, naturally naturally as you do that's fuck you money right there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i've got an that's island Jeff fortress money. yeah i own a fortress that they fucking used to fight off pirates in the fucking 1720s did you see he he gave a bunch of a bunch of money to maui for the fires and everything that's a tax write-off he could have given them so much more yeah that's a tax write-off yeah so, um, yeah, they're basically doing a transfer of all the code that's in the Scarab into a bunch of, what are they called, OMAX? Yeah. Is like the an acronym for their one-man Absolute army. Church. I think it's the one-man army carapace or something mm-hmm. to that effect. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and then old Carapax is the recipient as well. So he's going to be a full full beetle, full OPAC or OMAC. And they're like, yeah, but the transfer could kill him. And she's like, oh, well, you know, oops. oops. And then she fucking rubs her in. <laughs> you know, and uh, he fucking does die. Mm. <laughs> he just songs out and goes to the, the spirit, like the spirit realm. From yeah. The scarab. Yeah. The spirit realm. It, is. it was very Black Panther. Yeah, his papa was waiting there for him. Yeah. It reminded me very much of uh, more so because it was his family home. Of when Killmonger goes to the the mm. spirit plane mm-hmm. and talks to his dad, yeah. But the same thing of like, yeah, you're gonna be in this ethereal like world between worlds, and it looks like your home, and you're gonna get to talk to your dad and give you some wisdom, and then uh, you got to go choose to be the the yeah. hero. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and his dad basically is like, "This is my purpose is like to be here and in this moment and push you back," you know. And so he's like. All right, bet, Dad. And he fucking <laughs> dives off the fucking cliff there and uh, <laughs> fucking does the, the fucking, what is it, the creation of Adam? Yeah, with the, the with, suit. With the suit. They fucking touch fingies. And uh, he wakes up as the beetle. Mm-hmm. And now he and the scarab are fully symbiotic. Immersed. Their brain waves are so in sync, mm-hmm. except for some reason, Kajida just <laughs> is like rebooting. Yes. And has the longest reboot. So do they have the same, like the same conscience, or how I don't does know, that man. work? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Uh, Fuck, I don't know. I don't, All right. question. I don't fucking know, man. Okay. Did they answer that in the movie? No. Then I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Plotle, I guess. Or an unanswered question. Yeah. So, he's running from the other fucking bad guy, because the bad guy 
Carapax is now fully. He looks like a moth. Bit, yeah. So he's fully. He kind of looks like a Gundam, honestly. <laughs> Did you ever see? You've know, seen the yeah, Gundam? Yeah. <laughs> kind of looked like have one you of seen those. The big uh, Gundam and uh, that they have in Japan. Yeah. That's huge, and mm-hmm. it, like it actually moves, and mm-hmm. I think he's dope. He, he did. He looked like a Gundam. That's yeah. the first thing I thought. I was like, especially in the helmet. Yeah, yeah, the shape of the helmet, and then and the broad then the shoulder shoulders. Pads, yeah. yeah, but uh, so he's chasing uh, Jaime through the tunnels. <laughs> well, fucking the family rolls up in the Beetle, basically crash land. They kill people. He they yeah. stepped on he somebody. Stepped on a dude who is screaming. And we were, you and I both looked over at each other like, oh my, oh my God. God, he just killed somebody. He just killed that guy brutally. And then the daughter was like, 20 points. Yeah. And we're all laughing like, that man died. Like, he just killed somebody. Yeah. Uh, the idea, okay, so skipping ahead a little bit. In the final fight, you do get the like moral lesson of like not killing your enemy, right? Mm-hmm. This movie, I felt, did a good job of not having him. Like brutally hurt people and kill people ahead of that, where like a lot of times it feels like a like in like like the Last of Us too. It's a big gripe in that where like the big moral lesson of that is like look at the cost of violence, but all you do is just murder everybody yeah, in sight. Shtick. Yeah, you know, and it's hard because that's you know it's a, it's a video game. That's what you do, right? Mm-hmm. But so I think this did a good job of he genuinely made an effort to not kill, kill people, and then in the end. Yeah, you know, he almost succumbs to his emotions, and Kaji Dai has to talk him back off the ledge and be like, "You, you know, we're not, we're not killers." Uh, Uncle Rudy, on the other hand, yeah. he'll step right on a motherfucker with a fucking several ton robot mm-hmm. and just crush that man's rib cage and innards. Like that guy probably got cut in half by that, yeah, and uh, choked on his own blood. So, what are you gonna, do? Are you gonna do about it? Uh, fucking, I don't know, man. A bunch of shit happens. Uh, <laughs> Final fight. Final fight was pretty dope. Um, that's when he gets a big sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool sword. Yeah. Do some cool sword shit. Yeah, do some cool sword fighting. Uh, they duke it out for a while. He thinks Rudy gets got. And then he fucking goes. Uh, at one point, it did feel like he definitely did like a Kamehameha. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what he said, but it was very like he was charging up his powers. Mm-hmm. And then he released his powers. And I was like, Ugh. Yeah, there's, that's my thing. Is that I just feel like there's a couple of those <sighs> moments. That was kind of cringy. Um, but nothing like nothing so egregious that I was like, Jesus, come on. Yeah. You know? um, I will say, at first you were like, I don't know about this kid's acting. I thought he did a good job by the end. I think by the end he did really good. I yeah. think there's just a couple spots in the beginning. I was like, yeah. I think you were being too quick to judge because I even kind of blew you off. And, you know, it was like fucking 10 minutes of the movie. You're like, I don't think this kid's a good actor. How about we just fucking watch the movie, huh? <laughs> and you're like, okay. Right. <laughs> and then he turned out to do a pretty good job. Yeah. So, you know, who was right? We both were. That's right. He had some bad scenes, but not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so Susan Sarandon. Oh, oh. oh. He fucking, oh, he, yeah. he, uh, so Akaji Da, when he's, so he thinks Rudy's been killed. So he goes fucking berserk Buck wild and just starts beating the shit out of Carapax, like giving him the business. Yeah. Fucking punches his helmet off and shit, pulls out a sword and is just going to stab him in the face. In the face. And, uh, Akaji Da's like, whoa, hey, easy, man. You said we're not yeah. killers, you know? And he, he still tries to do it. Yeah. He's like, yeah, fuck you. And she's like, wait, 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 wait. I've, uh, I've seen this man's memories. Let me show you what I've seen. 
War crimes. Yeah. Like hard. <laughs> Carapax being a child in a war-torn country, witnessing napalm being dropped on maybe a sister, maybe a like little girlfriend as a kid, yeah. whatever, right? Either way, there's some young lady who's like, hi, whatever his name is. Uh, is it Carap- is Carapax's name? I think. That's a dumb name. You're telling me. Either way, she's like, Carapax, and he's just... Washes a fucking F sixteen, <laughs> the napalm, just bombing him, uh, and then the house just explodes, and it just and you and I both were like, mouth agape, looked <laughs> oh over at each other, like Jesus, why oh is this God. so intensely heavy? And then we both were like, <clears throat> trying not to laugh because it's the fact that we we're like, my God, this just got <laughs> this is dark. A, a PG movie, this is a PG thirteen like superhero movie, and then they just hard leaned into, look at what American exceptionalist, you know, <laughs> imperialism is, and we're like. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> Yikers. <laughs> so uh how about them cubs, huh? <laughs> you know? So he is definitely like, oh man. And then you find out like Carapax basically was a child soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they picked him up and were like, You're gonna work for us now. Yeah. <laughs> You're coming home with me. <laughs> Kill that guy. Yeah. I mean literally it was like shopping. Susan's ran and like walks up and like looks at a little kid in the corner and it's like, Yeah, it'll do. Put a helmet on him, get him a gun. And you're like, Jesus. <laughs> So she's, which was weird because then it felt like there was sexual tension between them, but only on her behalf. Yeah. It felt almost sex slavey. What do you think? Uh, it definitely wasn't his idea. It didn't seem like he was like, damn, hot mama. Mm-mm. It felt like she was like, well, I thought the necklace that he had was of his wife and daughter. I don't know. But either way, she was like, she's like making him touch his, touch her chest mm-hmm. and stuff. Not like squeeze her tit, but like Mm-mm. putting his hand on her heart. But it was definitely like, <laughs> felt very intimate. Yeah, it did. So I don't know what that was. If they weren't going for that angle, when she started sucking them off. I mean, <laughs> yeah, when she gave him the tit job, I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> what is happening here, Susie, baby? Chill out, cut it out." I wasn't even in the script. Uh-uh. So yeah, uh, and so and as as fucking revenge, he just like overloads his suit and then drags her ass into a fire. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like "Whoa, my god!" Yeah, has her by the fucking scruff like a bad dog and just drags her ass into the fire and then just explodes like a nuclear device. I was like, my God. Yeah, and again, you and I just slack jaw, just, <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. He just fucking drug her into a fire <laughs> as she's screaming. And we were like, <laughs> and Kaji was like, we better fucking get out of here. Bounce. I'm going to go ahead and say it. We better make like a banana and split because <laughs> this ain't going to be good. So, And it was not. No. Uh, and they all fucking go home and cry. Yeah. Yeah, they do cry finally because now we can. Now is the time to grow. Stop and relax and think about dad being dead. And uh, then they go and have a funeral for papa. Come back to the burnout house. And they're like, well, uh, now what? And the neighborhood all comes together and is nice. and Has a cookout. Has a cookout on their behalf. And that was very communal. And then Jenny's like, I run fucking Cord Industries now, Cord Tech. We're going to fucking give you your house back and rebuild it for you. Can't rebuild all the sentimental value in it, but you'll have a fucking place to lay your head. So. He's like, or alternatively, you could fucking put me up somewhere nice, <laughs> you know. So that was kind of cool. But then he just straight up like putting the hard moves on uh, on Jenny. And I looked at you and I was like, his dad ain't the only thing getting buried today. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. You, you just got your fucking dad in the ground and he's over here like, I'll give you a ride. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, with what? And I was like, whoa. And then he fucking put the suit on. And I was like, oh. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> 
Oh, that felt like a porno. You know, <laughs> I don't have any money. <laughs> I can't pay for this pizza. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any money. To, maybe I can pay you some other way. I'm like what? I was like, yo, this is my straw. Oh, you're like, <gasps> so. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's all I got. Yeah. That's pretty much the end of the movie. Post credit scene, mid credit scene was like uh, Ted Cord coming over the radio in his basement, yeah. <laughs> being like. I'm fucking alive. And they're like, oh shit. Is the, is the other Blue Beetle going to come back? We're going to have two Blue Beetles? And they're going to fight an even bigger Blue Beetle. Beetle. I got a Blue Beetle for you. Hmm? What does that even mean? Um, which it, I don't know if any of this is even going to matter. Because the way they talk, I don't know if this movie is actually the first. It's not. like Mm-mm. Blue Beetle, the character, will be in the DCU. And I believe it'll be this version of Blue I don't know. I don't know. It's super vague and weird. Do you think they're going to connect it in the second one with the other Blue Beetle who's in another multiverse? I don't know, man. I do not know. That's the messy part of 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 James Gunn liking this movie enough that he was like, I want that Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. But then being like, but not like, I don't know. It's a weird line. Yeah, we'll have to find I, yeah. out. Yeah, we'll have to find out. So that's all I got, man. What, uh, what you been thinking about? I think what you meant to say is, welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I meant what you've been thinking about. Yeah, my cryptid. All right. What you mean? I'm fucking with you. Just throwing off your 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 jive. Your jive. Rude. Your your uh your vibes. Welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, the douche. (laughs) So I know last week I was saying I was gonna talk about the back rooms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so here I'm gonna be more about them i know last time i went over kind of gave like the vague description basically you know, the yeah overview. and so here we pull it back up pull it back now one hop this time Bow. one hop this time Bow. Right foot, right so i'll give the same description i gave for last time um the back rooms are an urban legend originating from a creepypasta post on the 2019 4chan thread one of the most well-known examples of the internet aesthetic of liminal spaces um which disip di- Depicts <laughs> the pics usually uh, busy locations as unnaturally empty. Yeah. The back rooms was first described as a maze of empty office rooms that can only be entered in no clipping out of reality. Yeah. So I want to just pull some up yeah. that I thought were pretty cool. So I mean, they have this thing shredded down to levels. Oh yeah. Um, and so I'm on currently the back rooms wiki on mm-hmm. fandom. Mm-hmm. And here, there are 923 pages, 14,000 photos, 47 videos, and 29,000 discussions about yeah. the back rooms. Oh, yeah. So, some. They're really big right now, too. Like, Dude, several yeah. video games being made, mm-hmm. um, that kid's YouTube series. So, I want to talk about some dangerous levels because yeah, that's where yeah, it's yeah. going to get kind of. Oh, like level sh- two or three, I think it starts. Uh, let's see. Yeah, level two, level six. Level 666, level 9, level 0.01, level 338, level 0.1, level negative 2. Hmm? So which, which ones do you want to talk about? I'll let you pick. Let's talk about level 2. Let's just start at the top. Two, yeah. From the top, make it drop. That's some wet-ass pussy. Level 2 consists of long, dim, concrete maintenance hallways with steam pipes lining the walls and ceilings. Doors are rarely found. They house metal shelves and uh, ventilation ducts. The pipes cause the heat in Level 2 to reach immense temperatures, reportedly reaching around 200 degrees Fahrenheit and higher. 
boiling, yeah, boiling any un, any wanderer alive. It is generally described as a decrepit. What is it? What now? A, <laughs> decrepit. Decrepit uh, compared to previous levels, with cracks in the stone surfaces and the pipes being rusted from what appears to be decades of neglect. <clears throat> Some of the sections of level two are completely de- uh, devoid of light, while others are only being lit by alternate sources of light, such as flashlights and lamps. A notable musty smell can be found in the areas where the pipes exist. This is due to the presence of multiple different species of mold growing on the pipes on, uh, pipes on the walls and floors. Despite the inherent humidity, water itself is scarce, with the exception of a few small puddles scattered throughout, though these puddles should only be used as a source of water when there is no other supply. Ugh, like just the thought of like running through an endless hallway yeah. of this of just barely having any light. I don't know why, but I started to get a little like anxious while you were talking about that. Not even in relation to that, but like I was thinking about the window and all that. And then like when you were talking, I got to thinking about like what if I heard like somebody else's voice in the mic in the oh. in the in the headphone while yeah. you were talking, and then I like like toned back in, and you're talking about like the endless hallway and you know, just being completely devoid of light, and I'm over here like. Oh, fuck. Fuck, I'm having a panic attack, man. Level 2 is far more dangerous than level 1. Due to the hazards mentioned above and the sheer number of entities inhabiting the level, if you come into contact with a creature in this level, it is advised you should run immediately, as they are incredibly hostile and will kill off most victims. Even those who escape may suffer serious wounds, usually hindering, hindering their ability to, to progress forward. As one walks in this level, after a few days of tra- traversing, the pipes will commonly be found with leaks. The steams being shot from these holes will heat up in the tunnel, making it impossible for one to walk any further without suffering third-degree burns. If one persists at this point, the tunnel will close behind them, and they'll be cooked alive. Fuck. Yuck. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about... Six, Because I, I figured I'd just talk about a couple Negative two. Of, I want to hear what the fuck that's about. Negative two? Yeah. That one looks like a... The picture here mm-hmm. uh, almost looks like... Let me see it. You can describe it to the people, but I want to see it. Yeah. looks like a... It's another hallway, but maybe of like a hotel. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. flooded, like up yeah. to the point where it's like maybe around... Knee. Just, no, that looks way above knee. That's almost up at the lights. I mean, that's probably right around your stomach, your upper abdomen. But yeah, it looks like a hallway um, with a couple lights and like an exit sign and some plants and stuff. But there's yeah. some like door entryways that look like, um, what are those, uh, entertainment rooms in hotels? Yeah, yeah. Like the um, French doors. Yeah, but survival difficulty class four. Unsafe, unstable, high entity count. Jesus, entities? Mm-hmm. You're going to get trench foot too. Uh, oh, that's the scariest part yeah, right dude. there, bro. Have you ever seen trench foot? Oh, yeah. Awful. Bro, it looks disgusting. You got fucking tryptophobia? Do not look mm-hmm. at it. Mm-hmm. Just porous. As fuck. Ugh. Level two, also known as Overflow, is an abandoned basement flooded with level, almond level water. Level negative two. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. You just said two. Uh, le- level negative two, also known as Overflow, is an abandoned basement flooded with almond water. The Did you say almond water? Almond water. Ew. The almond water is two feet deep and is not recommended to drink. It looks more than two feet, but okay. That's eh, probably about right. Waist height. Well, I mean, if it's if it's two feet, it's probably that's probably like probably knee is to your knee, yeah, which is what I was saying. But it does look a little bit higher. It than looks that, higher in the picture. Yeah, believe us, we're yeah. we are right yeah, here, come not on. them, yeah. not them. Um. Anyways, almond water is two feet deep and is not recommended to drink, as it is extremely dirty and is contaminated with bacteria and many other things you would not want to consume. I want to know why it's called almond water. Because it looks like the color of an almond, brown. Ugh. Yeah. 
Level 2 has a metal ceiling and tan walls. Although some areas have been found with wooden walls, lights can be a lights can be found around level negative 2, with some of them being broken. Pipes can be found around the level, and some of them constantly spew out almond water. This is the this water is safe to drink. Oh, okay. So it's coming off the tap. You can hit it. You can hit it. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking dog. Vents can also be found in the ceiling and in the walls, but it is, it is advised not to go into them, as you can be sucked into a fan, injuring or even killing you. The vents are also flooded, but not nearly as much as the main level. With the water being as shallow as a puddle, garage doors can be found and they will lead into a large room with the walls stretching up infinitely, uh, with the almond water running down the walls. Old shabby furniture, such as couches, cabinets, and shelves, will be all around the level. In addition, machines can be found throughout level negative 2, with a note on them that says something that has seemingly been scribbled out. Researchers have been able to decipher part of the note, finding the letters S-T-L-Y-M-H-E on it, but everything else is a mystery. The deeper you progress into level negative 2, the more the water will rise, and the more paranoid you will feel. Some wanderers have reported whispers about a mysterious Shavik through Though nobody knows who or what it is, many speculate that it is a creator of Level Negative 2, or the being who created the machines, but none of these claims are confirmed. You had a, a tone in your voice while you were talking that just made me think of the number 12, <laughs> <laughs> the Glip Glop Gloobler. Number 14, Burger King Foot Lettuce. <laughs> On level negative two, <laughs> it is said that you will find many entities. But so here, that's what I want to talk about, many is entities. it has a list here of some of the entities that are going to be on them. So the first one here, uh, the only entities in level two are skin stealers hmm? and screamers. So those both sound pretty scary. Yeah, I've met a couple of those in my life. <laughs> skin stealers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Starting with uh, Screamer. Hmm? A Screamer is a... Screamer, I barely know. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Sorry. This is a level exclusive... Um, <laughs> Yo. Yeah, you got a exclusive <laughs> entity that has a black leathery skin, sharp claws, and a large gaping mouth. It moves stealthily and has the ability to camouflage itself. That's horrifying. It crawls on the walls and in the ceilings of, negative, of level <laughs> negative two. That's more horrifying. And when it finds a person, it disguises itself, becoming almost invisible, and starts heading towards the person. When it reaches them, it will scream extremely loudly to try to attract the entities. Loudly at them to try to attract entities. When the entities arrive to kill the victim, the screamer will attack. Oh, the screamer will attack its victim to try to steal the victim's body and eat it. So it'll crawl up on the wall, all can't see The only thing more horrifying would be if it just stayed under the water. That's my worst nightmare. I hate things being in the water. Let's see. Like, I saw a video of these dudes in a boat in the Amazon, Mm -hmm. and you see a fucking anaconda swim past them, Uh and you can just kind of see its back over out of the water, Uh and I was like, No. No, thank you, dude. There's nothing you can do. You can't run. No, you're fucked. If that thing grabs onto you fucking you're done yell i love you mom yeah. you know because you're dead so skin stealers they're an entity 10 more commonly known as the skin stealers they are large humanoid entities that are commonly known to wear skins of their victims as a disguise which make them rather difficult to identify 
So they are commonly observed to have the ability of mimicking human speech very adequately. Um, it is highly suggested to run away from any wanderer who seems to be repeating the same words or speaking in a monotone voice. There is a rumor that has been circling around for many years that you are able to identify a skin stealer by the colors of its blood. While humans possess uh, red blood, skin stealers possess clear blood. Although this rumor has been proven true by an unknown group, it is heavily advised to focus on other signs Can and not shit. this. For any, uh, for any method that exposes the blood, I, uh, stabbing, shooting, or by any explosive would likely cause an any any instance of this entity to charge and destroy the attacker at alarming speeds. Being able to determine this entity uh, was once thought of as impossible. However, the new discoveries, uh, many ways to determine the entity have been identified. These include bleeding out of the ears, jumbled speech, slow walking, and a constant tugging on skin. As mentioned earlier, it is suggested to run away from any organism that shows one of it is suggested to run away from any organism that show any one of these conditions. That's fucking spooky. Yeah. Screamer scares me more. Yeah, I think so. Let's see. And then there's like entrances and exits. Um, so entrances to le- level negative two to make sure that you don't accidentally... Oh, whoopsie daisy! Le- level negative two has an anom- anomalous property that makes anyone near an entrance of level negative two feel the urge to go into the level. To enter, you can do one of these methods. Going through the doors of level negative one. I don't know how that works, so okay. Following the arrows on the floor in in level 14 and going through the door at their end. Okay, I don't know how to get to level 14. So, dope. Yeah. Now, let's do one more spooky one. Let me see here. I mean, there was level 666, but that feels a little on the nose. Yeah. All right. All right, let's see. (laughs) Perfect. Level 666. Hell. The hallway to hell. Yeah. Level 666, otherwise known as Gates of Hell, or Hallway to Hell, is a system of hallways constructed out of Japanese uh, Tori gates extending in an unspecified length. Its physical appearance is indistinguishable from the uh, Fushimi... Is it Fushimi Inari? Could be, yeah. The shrine, you know, those red... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, through a company of slight anomalies and bewildering geometry, it its properties such as a complex configuration, in addition to its hazardous nature and result of its intended purpose to be annulled. There might be a chance level 666 was deliberate as a tourist attraction, however due to its aforementioned characteristics, it is too unjusti- unjustifiably abnormal to be one. Tory gates of level 666 are seemingly replicated on each other for an indefinite length. It is constructed out of an undetermined material. This material possesses a texture and appearance similar to the reinforced concrete, though it composes of minerals such as diamonds, nickels, and limestone. Due to this, any attempts to damage these Tory gates remain ineffectual. Uh, These Tory gates possess similar characteristics to the Tory gates in the front rooms, which I'm not sure yeah, what not that's sure. about. That's a whole other fucking level there. Um, as they bear similar red paint coatings and, pla- and black paint coating on each foot of the gate. The outdoors is an infamous yet mi- uh, mystifying area of level 66. It is impossible to enter due to the prison-like architecture of the hallway. In addition to the impossibly hard rock, 
It has been described as a forest without a horizon, possibly referring to its seemingly infinite size. It surrounds a monumental mountain with a scale with a scale enough to trigger paranoia, paranoia and fear. It stays visible and appears to be in the same position anywhere in the hallway, no matter where one is located. Abandoned temples and shrines occasionally appear uh, inside the forest, occasionally hanging from massive trees. They do not have an intended purpose. They're eerily pristine, but empty. Bones and organs have been reported to cover these structures' floors, walls, including the roof. I feel like something had gone wrong here, but I don't really know. Some kind of quote. Level 666 follows a 24 day and night cycle with sun, which rises and sets in a random direction instead of east to west. Level 666 day and night cycle does not affect the risks of the entities. Both are equally as dangerous. The day and night cycles of 666 possesses an, an abnormal abnormality in which it is instantly changes from day to night. Instead of slowly fleeting to one another, compasses and other devices which bear magnet will malfunction due to the theorized magnetic effect on the forest that may that the forest may or may not possess. Hazards. Level 666 possesses multiple hazards to ensure wanderers are able to to make sure that no wanderers are able to survive for long. There exists three hazards consisting of entity, environmental, and mental hazards. These hazards come in at random for everybody regardless. These hazards cannot can both happen at the same time. So this one sounds more like it's just an infinite cycle that doesn't end yeah. and you can't get yeah, out. Yeah, you can't get out. Like you will stuck. forever walk in what seems like a straight line, you know, because it's just that those shrine those gates, gates, you yeah. know. Um, and you're just walking forever and you just can't. <laughs> it makes me think of the um, multiplayer for um, Ghost of Tsushima because you go into the Tory oh, gates. Oh, yeah. And that space between Tory gates. Yeah. But no, I thought those ones were cool. I think negative... Yeah. Two negative two is the most was the scariest. Yeah, um, negative six or level six sixty six, vaguely just because of the seeming Japanese culture there. Mm-hmm. Maybe think. Do you remember that video uh, on YouTube oh of my like God, of that guy showing his house? Yeah, it was like my house tour or something like that. Yeah, did you get goose pimples going down your back. I thinking did, about bro. it. I did. Yeah, yeah. that that's, was that's terrifying. a good ass video as far as like. Because he, he also did a... We'll have to link that behind the scenes. Instagram. Yeah, because that's a really good video of, like, mm-hmm. super simple. Well, yeah. not... Obviously, it took a lot of work uh, because of the way it's put together. Mm-hmm. But the premise is so simple. It's just this dude walking through his house. house. And it's in... I don't know if it's in Japan or it seems the like Philippines, it maybe. Um, it looks like Japanese because it's got you know, a lot of the... The, the paper doors, mm-hmm. the sliding doors, uh, and things like that. But he, like each uh, time it turns, it yeah, gets creepier. and it kind of does the PT thing of like he'll go through here, go through here, go through here, and then turn around, and he's back in that hallway, and something's changed or yeah. or nothing's changed, which is somehow more unsettling because you're mm-hmm. like, oh god, now what? And it does a very good job of like every time he comes around, you're like, oh god, yeah, um, yeah, that's a really good and like video. Nothing happens. No, uh-uh. no. But you see, like his what was it? One of his grandparents just is just dead in the tub. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good video, but it's it does it's, it's very creepy. effective at you know less is more. But uh, yeah, if you have any cool back rooms that you like, or if you know any levels that you wanted to share, you can definitely let us know at simplywallmailbag at gmail Yes. What about you? What have you been thinking about? I don't know if we talked about it last week or not, but last week did I make Boulder's Gate my yeah Frostpunk Frostpunk? Yeah, I uh, we'll have to find a day to sit down and 
and play that Bang shit. Bang that out. Yeah, because it's got a... So Frostpunk, for people that don't know, is a... I think we've talked about it before um, as like one of our post-apocalyptic games. But um, that's a pretty early episode. Mm-hmm. It's basically a city builder yeah. that's primarily not about building a city. Mm-mm. It's mostly... It's a survival game and like a politics game, sort of. Yeah. Where you've got to manage your individuals. Basically, the world has frozen over. And it's in the late 1800s, so it's kind of steampunky, mm-hmm. where basically England's solution to this was we're going to build these things called generators that are these giant steam heaters that'll power everything, and we're going to take them up into the Arctic and build cities around these giant generators. I bet. So we go and we, <laughs> we, go and we form New London, and it's just basically, okay, we're going to build a city, try and get as many people to come here as we can. You've got to get coal to keep the generator running. You've got to get steel mm. to build stuff. You got to get wood to build stuff. You got to, you know, manage all this. You got to feed them, and so it's a juggling act from keep that standpoint. Line. And then yeah, and then it turns into you got to measure their hope and their discontent. Where you know sometimes you've got to make hard decisions. Like I remember the one that we really wrestled with, but ended up going with it was child labor because we were just we don't have enough hands on deck. Mm-hmm. We got to put the kids to work. And it kind of does like a, a half measure where the first thing is the kids can do, they can do gathering and they can work in like the cookhouses. And so like, okay, that's not bad. Yeah. You know, if you got to put the kids to work, let them cook the food, you know, let them work in the kitchen and then they're just moving coal. Yeah. You know, they're not doing anything. But then you can take it a step further and do the dangerous jobs too. Where you got the kids in the coal mines, yeah. you know, and we're like, oh, and you got kids being killed and mining <laughs> and collapses and the black lung and shit. And yeah. And then, it, yeah, it does a really cool thing where you start unlocking a different path. Instead of, like, making laws, you're now deciding, is this, are we going to rule through, like, an iron fist, like an, uh, you know, autocracy? Or is it going to be, like, a religious dictatorship? And uh, so you, when you and I played through it, we chose the autocracy. Mm-hmm. And, like, you've got fucking guards up, guard posts up and shit. And people eventually just are... They will not lose discontent. Is that the one that's yeah. fine? It's hope that you have to worry about, yeah. or is it the other way around? No, it was just they won't. Yeah, they they're won't fully try obedient. It. Yeah, they're not gonna. And so I was like, we were like, Jesus, we got these people whipped into shape. Yeah, or else, right? And we had them wrapped around our little pinky. Yeah, um, and then basically the the climax of it is like, oh man, there's a giant storm coming. The big freeze oh, is yeah. coming, and you've got to the try ice age. It's the ice age, and you've got to just stock up for it. And that was fucked up because yeah. it gets to be like fucking negative 120 yeah, we just degrees. Yeah, turned our generators full heat. Yeah, turned it to full and basically, you know, try and stockpile coal, turn the generator on and hands off, you know, because mm-hmm. it gets to a point where it's so cold outside that nobody's going to work. Yeah, you can't. So you're just hunkered down in your homes. And we went from like 160 people. We had a huge settlement. Yeah. We went from like 160 people down to like 40 Yeah. by the time the storm broke. And we were like, holy oh my fuck. God. But by God, we made it through. Yeah. You know, it came out the other side. Survival of the fittest and all that. Well, come to find out, there was an expansion that came out that's kind of like a soft sequel called, uh, what was that? What I said it was called, like On the Edge. Yeah. And your plan is an outpost of New London and dealing with basically being a colony, kind of, of New London and like them trying to make rules for you and stuff. And you're like, no, wait a fucking minute. We're the ones out here. Yeah. You know? And so that's kind of an interesting wrinkle. And you and I need to play that one. Yeah. Um, and then Frostpunk 2 is coming out 
sometime early next year, I think. Mm -hmm. And it looks really good. They're introducing oil. Uh, Oil. And it seems like, from the way they were talking and from the trailer, it seems like it's mostly not about survival now. feels like because it's like 30 years on, they've got that part pretty pretty locked down. And now it's more like infighting where there's yeah. like it seems like maybe there's three political parties mm-hmm. potentially because you saw three different people um uh, and then we were kind of like dressed differently and things mm-hmm. like that so i think they'll rec- you know represent like different walks of life and stuff and you're trying to like keep the balance between the political parties maybe and try and keep the thing from falling into full anarchy because the first one was like i forget what the catch line was for the first one but this one is like the city must not fall yeah and so it's like yeah you got to try and keep the I think the first one was maybe the city must not die or the, the <clears throat> people must not fall or something, something to that like effect. That. And now it's, yeah, now you just got, now this thing's here and it looks like it's a much bigger city too, yeah. which is kind of cool to see like them having built a, yeah. a f- actual city yeah. around this thing. And now you just got to worry about the politics of it all, which I think is the most interesting part of the first game. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> not, not a sponsor. It's just a no, very good yeah. game. I think it's on PlayStation now. I don't know if it's on Xbox or not, but, uh, Pick that shit up if you ain't played it. That's good. Gas. Gas. That, uh, I think that's all I got for you, Chief. You got mm-hmm. anything else you were thinking about? No. All right. Well, uh, then, yeah. If you guys enjoyed this episode, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, be sure to give us a great review, thumbs up, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're uh, liking, favoriting, subscribing, whatever the uh, verbiage is on your audio streaming service of choice. That way you get mm-hmm. notified when we post episodes. That's right. I was a little late on the draw last week. That was my B. Yeah. It didn't go up until like noon. <laughs> But uh, people still heard it, so it was still on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, and now if people had questions, concerns, wanted to tell us about uh, if they played Frostpunk, what they yeah. thought about it, what they thought of Blue Beetle, because it sounds like not a lot of people went and saw it, yeah. even though, I mean, I don't think it deserves to do poorly. Mm-mm. I think out of the DC movies, this is the one that needs to make probably the, up there, yeah. make the money. Well, you can, yeah, you can always take a look at our YouTube, which is the Simply One Podcast, our Instagram as well as Simply One Podcast. Our Twitter handle is whelmed underscore simply, or you can always leave us an email at simplywomailbag at gmail.com. We also have Facebook. And our Facebook as well, which yeah. is also Simply One Podcast. Yeah. Next week, uh, I don't know. We'll come up with something. Yeah, we sure. always do. We always do. We ain't done a comic in a minute. We also haven't done really video game in a minute. We haven't done a... Mm, I mean, we kind of did. I was going to say we haven't done a listicle in a minute where we just talk about some of our shit that we like. Well, we had a listicle before we did our zombie zombies. Movie. That's what I was saying. Yeah, we did. I don't know. We'll come up with something. Yeah. Yeah. We always keep we it did. fresh. Yeah, keep it chill. Mm-hmm. That's another episode. Bye.